What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. If you are new here, every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over any of the headline articles that I feel people should know about and give you my comments. I personally have helped 25 families buy and sell year to date in the Bay Area. So if you have any questions, feel free to leave in the comments below. Or if you want to talk about your situation along with your journey, please do reach out to me directly. Without further ado, let's get going. California dreaming. Golden State's real estate market among hottest on record. But wait a second. We hear all this commotion about people leaving the Bay Area, leaving California. Texas is booming. Florida is booming. All of these places are doing so well. But why in the world then are prices continuing to break records? Why are home prices continue to increase? Be aware of that. So this is why you always want to be careful of the initial clickbait headline articles, especially in the past. There is a reason for this. Now, it could be several reasons. Number one, stock market has done phenomenally well. Number two, low interest rates, relative speaking. Number three, how much government support and intervention there is. I mean, look at how much more is being pumped. And we are already experiencing some pretty high inflation. And you may already be seeing that personally. So there are a lot of reasons why we are seeing some of the tremendous growth, some of the highest on record. So it is pretty interesting to see, you know, this year I've already bought 24 homes for different families for my clients. And so I see this every day, every week as to what is happening. And it doesn't seem like it's stopping anytime soon. So while there are people certainly leaving, there are plenty of people that are local that are buying. So, but wait a second, what does that mean? As I mentioned for many different of these shows, there are winners of these markets and there are losers. The losers typically in this case are landlords of like apartment complexes. Those have not done well. But if you're an owner that owns a house, whether for yourself or for uh, that uh, you're looking to buy or you're looking to sell the move, it's been very, very beneficial for those individuals. So keep that in mind as you see any sort of uh, news articles about people leaving. You can see there is a reason why prices continue to increase very rapidly. And we'll go over the data at the very end. What is happening here? We had a land rush. What's driving the spike in Bay Area property transfers? So many of you have, have, have hoped for Proposition 19 uh, that would, I need to subscribe for this uh, or I need to log in later. So what, what we have seen is that property uh, Prop 19 has increased um, some actually activity. To give you a quick glance, if you look at Santa Clara County example, we have 608 new listings a week. So there is, without a doubt, some people have made the improvement and increase when it comes to activity. So we don't have, you know, a lot of people are hoping, hey, look, well, if Proposition 19 passed, we'll get more and more new listings. We do have more new listings, right? You see the numbers for yourself. We have more than we have ever had in the last at least year and a half, two years, three years. The, the challenge is there's so many strong buyers and so many people interested in home ownership that is absorbing these very quickly, but it is not an issue of low inventory. You have more chances a week than you have had in, in the last several years, quite frankly. So I tell all of my clients this, if you're not finding things, at least four houses a week to go tour, your search parameters are too small or they're incorrect because prices have increased substantially. So wherever you may have looked at before, whether it's Sunnyvale, you now have to look in Santa Clara, 
If you look in Santa Clara, you got to look in San Jose or Milpitas. If you look there, you got to move east or more, more north. Like the, the range of property values in different cities has moved to the next city. So this is something to be very, very clear on and mindful of. It is not an inventory challenge. It is your expectations challenge which needs to be aligned. And that hurts to hear, but it's the truth. And this is the reality. Now, Bay Area's housing production plummeted in 2020. Here's a look at the trend by county. So as we got into COVID, uh, I think there's several different reasons for this. Number one, as we got into COVID, uh, a lot of things shut down, right? A lot There's a lot of manual things that had to happen for construction sites, a lot more protocols. You can only have a certain amount of people in inside a house at a time. There are all these different restrictions. Now, things have clearly loosened up, but it is still in place. And we're feeling that um, that block now all of a sudden happen at the same time. I mean, take a look at lumber prices. Take a look at new construction. All builders would love to build as much as they possibly can right now. But there are issues with that combination of new construction, uh, labor, labor cost, combination of supply cost. There's a lot of things that are factoring here that uh, are going to be constraints as we go through the years, just because because at the end of the day, those builders would love to build as much as they possibly can. But uh, the reality is there's a lot of constraints that um, make it more difficult for for builders uh, to continue to uh, get anywhere close to the demand. Take a look at any of the new construction communities that you may have heard about, whether it's in Dublin, which has a ton of new construction there. Even all of those, I just went one or two weeks ago, even most of those are completely sold out. I mean, they're sold out for at least uh, till early next year, right? So they sold out way far in advance. And so, and that's Dublin, which has tons of land. Look at other areas that don't have as much, then they've been completely sold out. So be mindful of that uh, in terms of a supply constraint that will continue to be happening. Now, there are some other positive news. Bay Area rental market appears to be stabilizing. So we've all heard of prices continue to drop, but without a doubt, and you may see it for yourself, and leave, a comment, leave it in the comments below too. Have you or many of your friends started to come back to the Bay Area because they know that the deadline for them to come back because of their office uh, mandates have already taken place? I've had a lot more conversations than I've had in the past that said, hey, look, a lot of my friends are already coming back. It's time to come back. It was fun to travel a little bit, have a nice one-year kind of a housing vacation for some time. But now it, people are getting serious of, okay, well, we're going to be back now because our companies require us to be back. So leave in the comments below if you have many of your friends that told you that because I certainly have a lot of clients that I have not talked to over a year said, hey, look, I'm coming back. I'm ready to buy um, uh, because my company requires us to be in the office three to five days a week. So something to be mindful of as we see even more potential buyers and also a lot more renters coming back. I think the decline may start settling down at this time uh, as people come back and flock to the area. And keep in mind, you may have opportunities where people have flocked back in uh, for where, or you have opportunities in the sense like people from outside that initially thought the, the Bay Area living was too expensive. Now their math may be different because the pay has been increased throughout the years. I mean, look at the tech companies are doing phenomenal, but at the same time, now their rent is even cheaper. So you have this situation happening here in the Bay Area, happening in New York, where people have now the opportunity to live in those cities that they didn't have before. 
especially if you're going to lock that in for at least one, maybe two years. Now, what are, what are some other news? Some other developments that are happening, and this is kind of a good thing to see. And you know, you would assume that there'll be more happening, but there hasn't been. In less than a year, Mountain View builds and opens new 100-unit homeless housing complexes. Individual homes have locked doors. Families have their own bathrooms. It looks like this is these are like prefab units. Um, so they took up um, some industrial space in the past. I can see this kind of happening if this is successful uh, because there's a lot of money being poured into uh, solving homelessness. So there's there's the money is not the issue. It's about implementation and not about like uh, just leakages of a you know of progress not being made. But you can see, you know, they were able to build a good amount of units. I'm surprised, and I I don't know why. I think it may have something to do with the foundation, like why this is not like a two story or a three story kind of setup. My guess is maybe something related to the foundation, but you know, they could have easily made this a lot more dense than what they've had right now. But either way, this is a good step forward. I I suspect we'll continue to see a lot more of these communities. I mean, if you think about it, a hundred and something units is not a whole lot. Um, there's plenty of more homeless people out on the streets. But the more that we have this, um, the more uh, you know the streets get cleaner and it's just better overall in general. So it's great to see this. Let's see how this continues to play out. You can see that they use prefabricated homes, brought down the cost to about 100000 per unit. That's about, given the size, my guess is these are probably... For 300 square feet, that's my probably guess. So that's still about, you know, 300 plus dollars per square foot, which is um, kind of what to expect. So uh, that's just something to be mindful of. But it's it's uh, interesting to see these developments happening. What else is happening? Governor Newsom rolls out record $12 billion plan to fight homelessness. So, um, I mean, as I said, tons of money being poured in. Now, this could be a combination of concerns for re-election there's been a recall in place uh, that is likely to happen so there may be a lot of activity that's happening here to at least um, help with some of the homeless problem homelessness problems or we're experiencing but um something just to be mindful of there's going to be a lot of new these types of new developments happening which will be beneficial and we'll see how things ultimately play out next Alameda developer buys 182 waterfront home sites. We're going to see, you know, a transformed Alameda air, uh, section. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Uh, I wonder if people will actually go in the water in Alameda, but that's a different question, different story altogether. But it looks like Land Sea Homes, which I believe is a Asian-based uh, developer. I know they have several projects in Santa Clara. I've seen those. I've actually done a video tour of that one. That area is, is going to be, you know, it's going to be done pretty soon. And it looks like they have other ones as well. Orinda and Newark coming uh, online or getting close to it. So they bought 182. So there'll be a few more waterfront properties. My guess is this is probably going to be townhomes. That's how they built the other ones. Let's see. We'll have seven different floor plans up to 2386 square feet. So I think there's probably going to be some, looks like some single family, but these will probably be very hot tall ones, whether it's three stories or four story single family homes. But if you're in Alameda, you know, there's not a whole lot out there. So be on the lookout for that down the road. Some other recent news, mortgage rates manage another dip to 2.94%. So uh, it's actually kind of surprising. I think it has a lot to do with the general economy, economy, 
outlooks. But it's interesting to see that it actually has dipped, even though it has spiked up over the last couple of months. So this is a fantastic uh, opportunity for a lot of individuals that are able to buy a house right now to be able to lock in a rate that hopefully uh, will be some of the lowest times that we'll see uh, at the moment. Last but not least, we'll talk about mortgages. Mortgages for second homes skyrocket 178%, 11th straight month of 80% plus growth. Uh, I brought up many times, a lot of these people that are buying in Lake Tahoe, in Sa Sacramento, and other areas are buying these as secondary homes um, for the time being until a more definitive answer happens when it comes to companies or if they're required or if they want to switch to a different company and there's a move related to that. So be on the lookout for that. A lot of people have clearly plenty of capital and they are uh, looking at secondary homes uh, for um, temporary staying or just uh, where they may stay for you know four or five days a week if they only have to commute a few days a week. So something to be mindful of as what's also driving a lot of this activity. Okay, so let's take a look at the data itself. So let's take a look at San Mateo County. San Mateo County, 213 new listings this week, 191 being absorbed. Look at this incredible growth in terms of prices. May continues to smash records. And we are, we are seeing some incredible numbers. We are halfway through May. I suspect this will be a little lower than what it is now. But look at this incredible growth over the time. All right, we're at the, a medium sales price for a single family home at $2 million. If you ask the same question about four months ago in January, it was at 1.5. What is that delta? That is $500,000 delta. So that is a 33% increase in five months. Everyone that's been complaining and hoping for San Mateo County, you've had your chance all year, and now you see this for yourself. 33% increase, four months. The number speaks for itself. This is medium sales price, San Mateo County. Very clear, very evident. Be mindful of that. Now, let's take a look at condos and townhomes. You can see it's actually been kind of matching what it was last year. It had a decline into the winter season, but now we're out kind of the same level as last year. So nothing too dramatic. It's a very different story of single family and townhomes. You can see it's significantly higher than it was previously, probably about 20% increase by now, but townhomes, condos, different story. Santa Clara, look at the amount of new listings, 608. That is the most we have seen in a long, long, long time. You can see over the last several weeks, there's been a lot more. So people have a lot of options. You can look at the absorption rate. 509 out of 608. You can see from a price perspective, it has somewhat flattened out. So it shows uh, where things are at when it comes to uh, home prices here. And look at the amount. There's 11,000 single family homes that have sold over the last year. That is a lot of homes uh, in general. But look at the story of condos and townhomes. Pretty interesting. It has been an increase throughout the year. And I suspect this will continue to happen as people give up on the search of single family and settle for something that's smaller and more cost-effective for those individuals. But you do see prices coming up. I see that for myself when I'm making bids too. So just be mindful of that. It's a different story than San Mateo County. Look at Alameda County. That is an interesting kind of change of events, right? Alameda County had had a huge spike uh, in April. I mean, look at these figures, look at this growth. If we're comparing this to, let's say, January, that'll be around 1.05. Uh, 
And then in April, it was closer to 1.25. So that's 200,000, 200,000 divided by that. That's about a 20% increase in the last four months, three months, perhaps three, four months. But it looks like May has started to, to set uh, slow down. So I would I would definitely monitor this, see how things play out. and uh, But I suspect it will probably pick up a little bit, but it may be somewhat flat. So that may be several different reasons. People may be coming back to the uh, prime locations. That could be people are um, oh, not as aggressive on bids. There are several different factors. But I would caution, it really depends on which areas you're talking about. Look at condos, townhomes. They've also increased throughout the year. It has been higher than it has been the same time last year uh, as people have started to settle down for these other properties. Let's uh, close off with uh, San Francisco because I have several different clients that are looking in San Francisco now again as well. San Francisco, May prices looks like it's uh, it's still higher than it was in April. It's higher than the same time uh, of last year. So we're seeing increases. You see some of the increases that has happened over the last couple of, of months. And then you look at condos and townhomes. They have been relatively flat, but you're not seeing a decline in prices as you can evidently see here. So be mindful of that as you search. Now you have a lot more options. Homes stay on the market longer. They're not, you're not getting overbid. You're not having many different overbidding scenarios, but you're not having too many discounts either. And this is an interesting trend as people go back and return to the office or they go back to San Francisco because of the social aspect of the lifestyle there. So be mindful of that as you do your home browsing. If you found this video helpful, be sure to hit that like button. Hit subscribe if you're watching on this YouTube channel. And of course, if you have any questions at any time, please be sure to reach out. I, I respond to every one of my inquiries within the same day, and I'd love to help you on the journey. I hope you had a good uh, week, and I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.